Cabinish, how's that? Oh, like a front porch thing. How's that? Yeah. Hey, that helps. No. Oh, it's snowing. How about that? That that looks good. We'll do the oh, snow. No, we'll do the ew. snow theme. Ew. It's so freaking cold. It's funny. Like they say, they were saying uh, it was supposed to be like sixty degrees by Friday, Saturday, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. With, with rain, of course. Oh, Aha, but now it changed. Now they said the rain, it doesn't look like it's going to rain, and it's still going to be warm. Oh, really? That's good. Maybe I can yeah. finally find some place to go get my tire done. All right, that might be an appointment kind of thing. They probably A lot of places won't do it right away. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, they should. Well, It's not like it's a fucking big deal. Um... Tired of these people making a big deal like they, it's fucking huge or something. Well, changing the tires on a bike is a little more involved than changing the tires on a car. I get it. But, it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Well. You might have to make an appointment, a reservation, and kind of like leave the bike with them for a few days. That's a bunch of shit, man, because I, I, I used to go to a guy in Roosevelt Park, and he used to do it the same fucking day. Yeah, well... Mm -hmm. I used to go to say drop out, be in there in the morning. I'd wait and take two hours, done. Hmm. Not even hour and a half. Did you check out these that guy? These, these motherfuckers want to keep the bike for fucking three fucking days and change tires. I just think it's ridiculous. Remember that guy, that douchebag that fucked up your Virago? There's a there's a new bike shop in there now. Yeah, I know. I heard about it. I was I I wasn't sure if he's still there or not. Oh. Because okay. I might punch him in the fucking mouth if I see him again. Yeah, I get I it. Never, I never forgot that one. Yeah. Right. I understand. No, maybe there might be something to look into. You never know. I don't know. Justin, do you know the name of them? You're mute. You muted your mic. What, uh, no. what, was, uh, no. what was your question? That Do you know that new bike shop that's over behind the car wash in Cranford? Right on the border of Roosevelt Park? Yeah. <laughs> I'll think of it in a second. I got a question. Yeah. Yeah. This little, this is my laptop charger. Yeah. Yeah. This box. Yeah. Really hot. No, it's making like a high frequency noise. Is that normal? No. No. Don't be surprised if it burns out on you. If you guys see fire behind me, I'm gonna need somebody <laughs> to make me one. I don't know. We might we might just let it ride just to, because that might be an well, interesting I'm, experience. Might warm me up. Put it in the microwave. Seeing as well, well, in the, you at think first, it's because it's like, near the microwave that you think that's what's fucking it up? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It might be. Yeah. Oh, take it away from the microwave. It might be ele electrical. Uh, it should be shielded. But if you're hearing a weird sound, uh, there could be an uh, uh, electrical current. Uh, not current. Uh, Signals get weird around each other. Yeah, that's possible. Well, yeah, because my electrical this, interference this is sound weird coming from a guy like me, but yeah. my, mic my microwave has Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's okay. bizarre. That's, that's, that's a lot. It's probably, the, probably the Wi-Fi. Why Didn't does your they... microwave have Wi-Fi? Yeah, right. Because you can turn it on when you're not what home. What the fuck is that? Right, yeah. 
<laughs> I never heard. I know they got TVs and refrigerators, but microwave? Oh yeah. You know, I'm gonna be hungry in about three hours. Let me turn the microwave on now. <laughs> but let so, me, let, yeah, let me uh, go around the internet first. Oh, well, so no, so you know what you can? You, I, I've never used it, but what you can do, yeah, is, uh, I guess there's like certain uh, like foods that you can like scan the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it just automatically knows like. How long to cook it? How long to cook it? If it's got to wow. be in a different power setting, all that shit. Yeah. That's retarded. Does that microwave have a touch screen? <laughs> that no. is so weird. <laughs> a whole screen to be touch screen. That is will, that's I bizarre. It, it I thought it'd be like a Star Trek thing. Home, it will tell me even if I'm not home. It'll look <laughs> the food microwave. up you want to eat and then make it. Make uh, it. It'll tell me that the microwave finished cooking. <laughs> it's like, bloop, what's that? Oh, my hot pocket is done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need Bluetooth for that because you most people get notifications about you know like their personal banking. I get your microwave finished cooking. That is. <laughs> is there an ad for it? Yeah. Oh, that is crazy. Wow. <laughs> I, I want to buy one now. Yeah. It's on the it's on the same app as my uh, air conditioner. <laughs> your air conditioner is Wi-Fi also. Oh man. Mm-hmm. But that's cool that, because that's cool because like if you're if you're like away for the weekend. You that okay. That I can understand. I can I can get with I can get with that. So like if if we're gone, I can like keep an eye on the weather and I can choose to turn it on, turn it off, or like an hour before we're gonna get home, if it's like hot as hell out, I can be like. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I, that I can, I can explain get. what you're gonna do with a microwave. Yeah, I, I don't understand. You still it. have to put something in it. <laughs> It's not like it's going to go to the refrigerator and pick something so, out of the No, no, it's I, a food replicator from Star Trek. Yeah, I, I, use, I, use my, uh, I use my Wi-Fi Roomba to go to the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> a Wi-Fi Roomba. You know what? I think I want to get a microwave with that Wi-Fi so it can tell me stuff because every once in a while I'll make I'll make something and then... I'll try to save it for later and put it in a microwave and just let it sit there and naturally forget about it for a couple of days. You know what's funny? It, it so I need, I need the, the, the microwave to remind me, hey, dummy, you put something in me earlier. I'm getting out. That. It'll do that. Oh, that's awesome. It will? So like, it'll, oh, it'll, tell you, like, it'll tell you like if there's food in your microwave. Oh, that's awesome. I need it I, now. See, I, went, I, need I, went, it. I went to cook something the other day. And Danielle, I guess, left food in there. She'd heat it up and then never taken it out. And before it let me do anything, it just said food. <laughs> well, so, oh, that's real nondescript, just food. Yeah. <laughs> let me see if this thing's still buzzing. Hold on. All right. <laughs> well, uh, hello, boys and girls, and welcome to um, the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 377. And we're here in the V Twin Cafe in sunny downtown Cranford Shalote, New Jersey, North Carolina, where it is never seventy degrees and sunny. Nope. So uh, we're all freezing our ass off, regardless of where you are. And uh, me more than most. And Tim's freezing his ass off, as you can see. He's all bundled. You don't think he's not wearing? Because he's in a high rise. It's all it's all yeah. glass windows. Yeah. There's no insulation. No. Nope. I yeah, got he's... my heated vest on. You do not. Do you really? Do. You do. Yeah. I recognize that. I'm freezing. Jesus, man! Holy crap! Because you're ill, right? Yep. Wow, that's. Oh, cr- I, yeah, Tim's, Tim's not feeling well because he, uh, he, you know, he just. I got care. the shingles vaccine and had a reaction to it. Yeah. So now you're cold and feeling uh, icky. Oh my God! I didn't even sleep last night. It was horrible. Wow. 
Well, couldn't get comfortable. Well, you ever get the, you ever get restless legs? Oh yeah, oh yeah. All the time. Imagine imagine having that in your whole body. Hmm. And you're yeah. trying to sleep. Wow. <laughs> well, in that case, what you do is you get up and you go run around the block a few times. Yeah, well, who has the energy? I mean, even when you feel like that, you still don't have the energy to get up. You, you force yourself. Try, you can always try a mail route for a day. <laughs> and, and you can go right to fucking hell. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, you, you said the quiet part out loud, you did. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. That's quite all right. So here we are, and all everybody's all chilling. We're freezing our because it's it's well. What's the temperature up there, guys? It's, it's cold. It's up actually there. it's actually pretty warm. The define warm. It's in the forties. That's not warm. I think uh, right now the well the, my weather app on a computer says uh, thirty four degrees. Okay. So and here so it's a heat wave. And right now the weather app here says that we are forty eight degrees here in, in southern North Carolina. So, uh, and it's, and you know what, all day today, the wind was blowing like crazy. The temperature actually made it to 50 degrees today. And then, uh, it said it, it felt like 43 or something like that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been chilly all day. It's been, actually, it's been like this for the past, what would you say, Tim, the past two weeks, I guess. Yeah. About two, about the past two weeks. 50 like degrees this. is warm compared to what it's, what it, what it's been here. You know what though? And I always, I've heard people talk about this in, in the past, where, like, they, they moved to Florida. You know, they, they lived, lived in New York City all their life. They moved to Florida. And then suddenly it gets to the point where they throw out all their winter clothes. And they get down there. And then one day in the middle of January, the temperature drops to 55 degrees. And they're looking for sweaters and jackets to put on because they're cold. And I thought, well, that's crazy. Because, you know, 55 degrees is nice. But now... You know, you move down here and your blood kind of thins out. And then now the temperature drops to 50 degrees and you're like a little baby looking for your winter clothes. I went to California uh, a few years ago and I visited a kid that I grew up with. And it was January and it was like 70 degrees. Yeah. And this kid showed up in a winter jacket like it was fucking 20. (laughs) And I was in a t-shirt and I'm like... What the hell is wrong with you? And he's like, dude, it is freezing. And I'm like, it's like 70 degrees. Well, it was 70 degrees during the day. So I guess it dropped into the 60s at night, God forbid. But like, <laughs> I was I was in a t-shirt because it was January. So like back here, it was like 10. Wow. So like even the 60s was hot. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I'm in a t-shirt and he's like in a winter jacket. And they were talking about on the news. They were like, it was like a cold snap and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I hear it. But you know what? This is the kind of weather where even though, like, like I, I remember when I, when I was in New Jersey, if the temperature went up to 50 degrees, I'm looking for a reason to get on a bike and go ride, mm-hmm. you know? And now I'm down here. It's like 50 degrees. I'm like, I'm not getting on a bike. It's freaking cold out. Uh, but meanwhile, in Alaska, it's probably like negative 40. And yeah. they're like. They're like you guys are complaining about forty. Well, it's all, rel- it's all relative. Yeah, you know, well, like it's probably, I- it's probably three even the South Sandwich Islands. <laughs> all right, let's see. Now you asked. Now I got to find out. What is the temperature in the Sandwich Islands? All right, uh, here we go. Sand. Oh, down there, it's got to be like fucking zero. No, because it's 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 there. It's their summertime, I believe. It is thirty nine degrees right now. In uh, South Georgia, South, yeah. Yep. It's warmer than here. Gritvikin. It's it's 39 degrees. 
Oh boy. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, the interesting thing is, like I said, is like, uh, I know you guys. I know Chris. You all. You went out riding this week. You went yeah, out. Yeah, but I only went from. I went fucking four miles. To right. It, it took the bike out a little bit, and I had, I had all intentions of taking a bike out on Sunday because I, I haven't ridden in, in a while. And so I'm like, I want to take the bike out, but. I walked out into the garage, man, and it's like I was outside. And I was like, "It's really freaking cold, man." It's like, like and you know, if you're doing, God, if you even if you're even doing forty miles an hour, there there is a bit of a wind chill. And I'm like, I don't want to get the I don't want to get the heated gloves out, and I just I just don't like bundling up when I ride. You know, you got you just it's uncomfortable because then when you're and then when you're uncomfortable, you bundle you're just up like, anyway. You bundle up. What it is. Well, that's not true. Totally. I mean, I'll, not wear, true. I'll wear my leather jacket and I'll put a sweatshirt on underneath and my mucklucks and maybe some big rubber gloves. And, you know, you know, I just can't. But uh, I like you're dressing for the warm weather. Yeah, I was just like I'm dressing for the warm weather. But uh, yeah, it's kind of crappy. But anyway, so uh, not a lot's been going on, you know, because like I said, the weather's been kind of crappy. So nobody's really been riding out. Um, and just so to further the. Uh, this comment that were just a bunch of bunch of really just girly men. Um, our 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 friend and guest uh, who's been on the show, author Nick Adams. He he lives up in Canada, and he frequently takes his bike out uh, when there's snow on the ground. So, uh, what kind of we, bike he got again? He's he rides uh, um, Moto Guzzi's. So okay. he he is uh, he he proves us. Cross, it's a cross country bike. No 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 no. He rides uh, vintage uh, vintage uh, Moto Guzzi's from the seventies, and he takes these bikes out. They're not you know they're just standard street bikes, and he just takes them out on the. On, he rides all the gravel roads up there, but he goes out uh, and he goes out when there's snow on the ground. Even if the snow is like shoveled to the side of the road, he'll take the bike out. You know the temperatures will be. In the 30s, and he'll be bundled up and he'll go out. So, and here's a guy in his in his uh, late 60s, early 70s, taking his bike out. And us uh, girly boys here, uh, the temperature is 50 degrees, and we don't want to take our bikes. <laughs> well, I could go out too when it's cold out, but that's <laughs> yeah, still fun. Yeah, it's not. I hate bundling up. The bundling it's up annoying. part is it's the worst part. But anyway, so uh, I had uh, interview recap. What's going on? I had a, I had an interview uh, last week with artist David Yule. Now, if any of you are familiar with the artwork of David Yule, you'll know that he does a lot of motorcycle related um, artwork. Are you guys no familiar with David? What's that? No pun intended. No pun intended. Did I miss it? You said you said you'll know. Ah, funny. Yeah, you're right. No pun intended. But um, his his artwork. Yes, have very you, have, familiar. Are you, very you, you, familiar. Oh my god, his artwork is great. Tim, are you familiar with his work? No. Okay. Uh, I'll show you some. But his stuff is excellent. Um, I, one of the things I commented on with him is uh, how he is able to capture the human figure so well. Especially women, he 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 paints a lot of women, uh, in his in in his. Uh, artwork. It looks like photographs, honestly. I, I, he's just amazing, you know. Just just oh, the work he does. Up. Yeah, uh, right here. I'll just share a picture. And this is one of his works right here. Seventy and counting is the nice. name of this piece. Uh, 
all of his work is just it's amazing the way he's able to capture this stuff uh, let me give you another one like these this work right here this is one of, this is one of, one of my favorites I like when he does the old-time stuff it's really fantastic uh, and he, he actually started out by doing artwork for Harley Davidson believe mm -hmm. it or not and he at the time he was doing all uh, pencil work and he did a couple works for uh, see so he, he did a painting uh, actually his first one let me go back here it was uh, he told me about it I'm gonna find it right now this one right here uh, bootlegger Betty and ugly Eddie this is the one where this is the one that kicked him off and he he actually told me that uh, all these people in this these guys back here in the back he's related to he knows these guys He's related to this is a cousin or something like that, and then the woman he knows, uh, he worked with him or he knew this woman. So, but he captured all these people, and he this is just a painting he came up with, and that got him started with um, uh, with Harley Davidson, you know, painting pictures. Wow, that's for that. amazing! That's a really he's good painting. It's phenomenal. Yeah, he's unbelievable. But um, and he told me also, he's telling me that one of his first works that he did, a lot of his artwork that he's he's telling me. A lot of his artwork that the originals that he does, they're sold even before he finishes the painting. And one of the first ones he did sold for eighty grand before he was even finished with it. So you have to listen to the interview; it's it's really good. Um, and so now, so yeah. Anyways, he, he's going to be at um, coming up. He's going to be in Daytona for the uh, for the uh, rally there. And uh, of course, naturally, he does. Uh, He's going to be up at um, Sturgis again, probably hanging out in uh, Deadwood. So if you're in Deadwood for Sturgis this year, or if you're going to be in um, down in uh, Daytona, go check that out. You know he'll be there too. And uh, he also told me he does this he does this thing for a bunch of rich people here in um, North Carolina, uh, where these people buy these big RV buses. And then they build houses to go around them, so that when they're not on the road, they can park the whole thing inside. So he'll be going. He'll be attending that whole event. That's pretty bizarre. But anyway, oh, you know what? I forgot to do. I forgot to introduce everybody. So joining me here in the V Two Cafe, as always. Well, I'm I'm Ted, your host, and then of course we have Tim Buck too, is in here. He's sick. Tim Buck too, and uh, Chris, the Joker Nipples, twelve year old, and you should call him Tim Buck Flu. Tim Buck Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, and of course Justin Brown. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's what's going on. That, that was the interview that I had last week, and uh, as we're here, we are at episode three seventy seven. We're nearing our four hundredth episode, and we're also nearing our ninth anniversary. Wow. Hmm. You know, that's going to happen on the uh, 18th of next month. It's going to be our ninth anniversary. I don't know that we're going to have our 400th episode by then. We might be. Uh, I've got because I've got some interviews lined up between now and then. So what I mean, episode is this? 377. So that's 23. So we might just have to sandbag a whole lot <laughs> yeah. and, do, and, do, yeah. and do the do the 400th for the 10 years. You know, I want, we're going to have to do a marathon. Yeah, we're going to do like yeah. three podcasts next year. <laughs> this, next week, we'll do three 15-minute podcasts next week. 
You know, for the next for the next few weeks, we'll do fifteen minute podcasts. It would like sandbag the whole thing. You so about, could never do a fifteen minute podcast. I bet you I could. It takes you no, you couldn't. It takes you fifteen minutes to introduce everybody. Well, no, well, let's well, well yeah. to put it in perspective, it's been twenty already, and you just yeah. Have to make <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's okay. But yeah, yeah. So we you know, you know, I could, like I said, we could uh, cram in a bunch of meaningless. Pod. It won't be they're all meaningless, actually. I was going to say, like every they're all, they're all, like, Yeah, they're all meaningless. <laughs> but throw a bunch of meaningless podcasts between now and the 18th of next month, and we can do our 400th and our 9th anniversary. And then we got to cram in 100 podcasts between the anniversary for the 9th and the 100th anniversary. I mean, our, sorry, our, our 10th anniversary. I think we need to focus on 500 at 10. That, exactly. We have to have 500 on the 10th. That's what that's, we got to do. That's all that matters. And and we have to do a live show on the tenth. We, we're all From Tim and I are going to go. Island. How are we going to do that? I don't, we're going to go up to New Jersey, or these guys can't come down here, so we'll go up to New Jersey and. Oh, they we'll, can. They don't want to. All right. Well, there's that. <laughs> and we'll do a live podcast. We'll figure something out. We'll either we'll do it at the crossroads, maybe. I don't know. From, from Tim's old house. We all go to Tim's. Old can we use your attic? That's a good idea. We're gonna knock on their door. <laughs> we'll sell tickets to the show because um, you know, our our adoring fans will want to come see the podcast on the t- on their tenth anniversary. You, no. you think? No. No. We should go to the Sandwich Islands. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Do it. Do it from the Pizza Hut there. Yeah. Or whatever the hell it is. We'll, fi- we'll figure something out because I, I I think well, we can always do it from the Hooters that Ted left behind. <laughs> you know, you know. See, you, you see it, Tim. What do I tell you about opening your mouth? <laughs> he always comes up with these things. He says these things, and it's like I'm like, dude, shut up! <laughs> so, and I end up having yeah, to do he, shit. He doesn't want me talking to his wife. Anymore. You know, it's like you know. <laughs> hey, you know what work. you should do? And I'm like, dude, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so, so now he said we should go to Hooters. So sort of like I always contact the Hooters over there in Union by you guys and say, "Hey, this is what this is what we're thinking of doing." You know, they might, ah, they may, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll figure something out, and we'll we'll see what kind of response we get to the idea over the next year. So we got response we get. We'll, take well it all I know is it'll be a hoot. I I okay that that was that was kind of lame, but. <laughs> Like the other ones weren't. In <laughs> <laughs> um, other stupid news, let's get let's get to the national days. Today is National Chopsticks Day. That's stupid. It is stupid because the only one here on this podcast that knows how to use chopsticks is Justin. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Okay. Hey, uh, hold on. Yeah, he he tried to teach us how to use chopsticks, right? And I just. I almost like sprained my arm yeah. trying to. No, figure how do you use them? You keep them in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not hard. Well, just because, well, you know, just because you know how to do it doesn't mean we anybody can do it. I just that that is pretty much the bar. If I can do it, you can definitely do it. <laughs> you just, so it you're, you're laying it that low so that we can that all is, right. It's a, that the, is absolutely the bars. The bar is way up there. We can easily I think, just I walk. Think what I would do is I would sharpen the end and then poke the food. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, today is also Safer Internet Day. 
Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, what? It'll uh, be safe. Just don't go to any porn sites. It hey. could be. <laughs> and it's also National Frozen Yogurt Day. Uh, I, why? Would, why? why kind of like having a motorcycle show in the dead of winter. Why would you celebrate frozen yogurt in the winter? Why, shouldn't it be like summertime? You would think. Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever hear back anything? No. And you know what? Um... This was like the first time I've been on their website in months. So it, you haven't even gotten like a, a rejection. You just haven't nothing. Heard anything at all. And that's and that's and that's and that's one of the many things that annoyed the crap out of me. Well, if if I contact you, if I reach out to you and ask you a question or whatever the case may be, the least you can do, I don't care who you are. Everybody dies with a hole in their ass, so you're no better than me. But. If, if I reach out to you and you do not respond, that's the same thing as giving me the finger. That's exactly what that is. So they did not respond to me. Uh, you know, they could have said, sorry, we're not interested. No, we can't do that. Thank you very much. for No, no, but nothing. But they revised, their, they revamped the entire, their entire website. It looks totally different. And personally, it was better than it, it was better before. But now they revamped it and it just looks very gay now. I don't know. I'm gonna say they're uh, too busy eating frozen yogurt. With but it could be. <laughs> <laughs> and it is also National Lame Duck Day. Mm. And for those of you who don't know what that and means, and yet we don't have a day. And yet we don't have a day. <laughs> On February 6th, National Lame Duck Day recognizes the ratification of the 20th Amendment to the United States Constitution, or the Lame Duck Amendment. The term lame duck originated as a description of stockbrokers in the 1700s. In England, who would not pay off their debts, the name later carried over to those in business who would continue to b- do business while being bankrupt. Okay, uh. that's what lame duck means. Okay, so there you go. All right, so moving along, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about some motorcycle stuff. So one of the things I wanted to bring up, and Tim, you actually have experience with this. Um. Yeah. The 10 reasons why you shouldn't buy a Chinese motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> because you did have I, a Chinese scooter, didn't you? Pile on Tim Day, isn't it? What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I know. No, pile on Tim Day. No. Go, go, that's go, next go. week. You got to So, uh, the 10 reasons why you should not. Why did this do this? Okay. Because uh, one of the many reasons, as we know, is because parts are going to be difficult to find. That's bullshit. You don't think so? That's bullshit. Well, um, here we go. Uh, well, let's start with this. Quality of parts and components. Chinese motorcycles have You wonder often- why I say that's bullshit? Because pretty much every fucking part that even we buy... Some of it's made in China already. Oh, I'm sure there are a lot, a lot of components on a lot of bikes that are made in China. Oh, of course, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Car, the cars as well. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, China, but it's mostly like the lower quality of components. But I mean, uh, it's going to be dog shit because China <laughs> makes a lot of dog shit. There's they that. make a lot of dog shit. Yeah, they do <laughs> because they're just pumping it out, and that's it. You uh, know, what kind of Chinese motorcycles do they have? Uh, Lefan. Remember, remember Lefan? We saw them at uh, the International Motorcycle Show show. Remember that? No, I don't remember. Oh, they have Lefan. It's a Chinese-made sport bike. Picture? Uh, do I have a picture? I do. Hang on a second. Da, 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 da. I'm going to do a double share here. 
And there we go. That's the Lafon. I'm not as ugly as I thought it was going to be. It's not, it's, not, it's not ugly. It's the uh, the Jedi K750. The Jedi K750. Yeah, yeah, the that's what, that's what they, they, they don't have an original bone in their body. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Uh, but that's a, they're, that's what they're comparing. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's the other thing. Uh, and of course, they, they, they're also talking about another reason why you shouldn't buy it because the checkered reliability record. Um, and reliability issues. Now, I know, Tim, that you, when you had your uh, Chinese scooter, you had issues with that, with reliability, didn't you? Not so much. I mean, other than the stator going bad, and I really didn't have major issues. I mean, I don't care who you are, no matter what thing you have, you're going to have some issues. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. So, I mean, so you ride something long enough, eventually you're going to have some issues. So, Right. I wouldn't say those issues were major. What about uh, aftermarket support and limited spares, parts, stuff like that? Well, I don't know. I never had to get that far into right. it because I only had the bike for a little more than a year. So. I mean, are I mean, are there? I mean, are there any Chinese motorcycles that are currently being sold here in the U.S. that we are aware of, aside from the scooters? I, I mean, I'm sure Lafon is being sold here in the U.S. What other manufacturers are selling in the U.S.? I, I honestly don't know. But. Well, they're not big. If they're here, they're very minuscule. I mean, uh, yeah. all the Japanese, because uh, they they make the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're they they're the most prevalent here. All right. And also, uh, just, yeah. they're also citing lack of safety features. That's uh, one of the things they recite. So, like such as ABS brakes. You know, and inadequate warranty coverage and customer service problems. If you have a Chinese-made motorcycle, how do you get service for it? Is the company you're buying it from, are they providing you with service? I have no idea. Where, where did you take your scooter, Tim, when you had it worked on? Local places. Oh, yeah? Everybody worked on them. So. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. And this one I don't understand. Difficult to get insurance for Chinese motorcycles. I I, I can't even see that as being possible. How's that no, possible? It wasn't, wasn't a problem. I, where? I mean, where? Where? What company is going to say no? We're not going to insure you because you have a Chinese motorcycle. Yeah, nobody's gonna nobody's going to do that. Insurance, especially American insurance companies, want your money. Yeah, I, I'm having a problem with some of these things like limited customization options. I think you can pretty much customize any bike if you put your mind to it. Yeah, there's probably third party stuff out there. I'm say. sure there is. And this other one, easy to steal Chinese bikes. I don't know that if that there is any truth to that. Well, I don't. I don't know how it. I don't know what the percentage is here in America, but I know uh, uh, only because I I know uh, somebody in Vietnam or you know, and that's been to Thailand. Motorcycles get stolen over there like like fucking water. That's crazy. Like well, that's also a more. That's a more prevalent mode of pop, uh, transportation. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, you're correct, one hundred percent. But yeah, because of that, but motorcycles get stolen constantly, constantly. And the they big have a, thing over here right now is stolen like scooters and e-bikes. Yeah, because they're easy to steal. Well, and so many of them aren't registered anyway. Yeah, right. So you steal it, it's like you're not even. You're, there's like not even really a way to trace it. Yeah, yeah, and some of those you know, e bikes are some of those e bikes are like six, seven thousand dollars. And dude, fast. Yeah, they are. I, I, the, uh, I have a huge I problem with e bikes. Like Forty miles an hour. 
Yeah, I got, I got a huge well, I problem with your bikes. So. I would suggest this to everybody: get it, get an uh, air tag and put it on your bike someplace. Exactly. You everybody should do that, even with their cars. Put an air tag in there so you can always trace it. In your worst case scenario. Yep. Either that, or you get a. Um, or if you're parking in a big parking lot, you don't remember where you're parked. Or you do like me. You get a, you get a spot. You get a spot trace. That's what I have here. A spot trace. You put that on your car and then boom. Yeah, that's a lot more money. It is a lot more money, but you get the you get How the. How much you pay for that? Uh, that brand new is ninety nine dollars, and then you have to buy the then you have to pay for a monthly subscription to the service. You know, there is that. That's tracked by satellite, right? Yep. Spot is good stuff, man. If you're looking, if you're going to go out and do some riding, you want to, you know, track, like, especially if you're going to do, uh, if you're going to do a rally or something like that, and you want your family and friends to trade to follow you on your ride, you get one of those things, and it works out cool. But uh, you, get, you get four or four air tags for seventy nine dollars. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. I get, Tim, Tim got one. I, I got, and they gave it to me. I put it on my dog. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's my dogs. Uh, tags. Dog tags? Dog tags, yeah. They, uh, Chinese bikes have a bad reputation. That's only because podcasts like me are just bashing Chinese bikes. No. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, poor resale value. Is that true? Probably. Yeah. I mean, they're not expensive to begin with, right? No. no. Are, are, are there any Chinese cars? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, name one. I, I don't know the brand name. See, I'm gonna say. No, but it's like, but there's none here. I don't. I don't know that there's any here. I know that uh, Phil from uh, Cleveland Moto he gets his hands on a lot of bizarre vehicles. Um, some of them may be Chinese. I honestly don't know. But he gets his, he gets a hold of some really strange stuff that he gets somehow, and he gets them over there and he resells them here. So um, he would know better than I would. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I do know that uh, Harley Davidson just released their X five hundred bike. The what? It's called the X five hundred, and it's Chinese made. Uh, they're probably not going to release that in America. Uh, no. Uh, it's it's they. I know that our friends down in uh, Australia have it. They have it there. Uh. And even uh, Million Dollar Bogan, if you watch him on YouTube, he actually uh, uh, has ridden one already. They, uh, the local dealer that he deals with, they have one. So he was able to uh, actually take it out for a ride, and uh, he was actually quite impressed with it. So, and I will Do put it up here. Of it? Yes, it's going to go up front of the screen right now for our listeners and viewers to gawk at. So there it is there. It's the X500. So, that's what does that what does that look like? It looks like something else. It looks I don't know. Uh, it's kind of got a it's kind of got a Honda mm-hmm. look to it. Yeah, Triumph. That's what it has. That Triumph yeah. look. And it's available in it's available in supersonic silver. Oh, like so, I said, the Chinese they don't have pearl an original ball white. on their body. They, they rip off their, don't. They rip off white. Dynamic orange and of course dramatic black. So that's the colors that's available, and you can get it now. For starting at eleven thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars, it's a five hundred cc. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, this is also, it's available in Australia right now. Is they it going to come to the? They US? should have named it like a uh, a menu number off of a Chinese menu, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, sweet. dude, the color is sweet and sour chicken. Caramel <laughs> Chow's chicken. Uh, <laughs> could I have a number forty-five, please? <laughs> 
That'd be great. Oh my god. Uh, it's it's not I'm a bad. A boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad looking bike. It really isn't. It looks pretty cool. We too low. We too low. You know, ding, yeah, ding bang ow. I, I can't. And again, we've talked about this before, I, and I can't believe. Again, look, it's a tragedy. First of all, we know it's a, it's it was a horrible thing. Plane crash, people die. It's stupid. It shouldn't happen, but it did. And now. The news agencies, we've got official answers. They're abusing the people who fly in the plane. And they posted it and they showed it on TV. These false you put names. That up here. Because Justin I, has no idea what we're talking about. I, no, I, I do. I, do. Yeah, I, I, know, like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know. What are you talking about? You don't know. Um, I have to call this up now. What is that thinking out of the wall? You're talking about the jokes that Chris was just making, right? Pilot. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, duh. Yes, yes. You got the YouTube, Ted. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the, end, the, the, the the traffic safety report, and they're not obviously not going to show it on. on the, I'm sure that's it's been pulled down everywhere. Uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah. I'm looking. Hang yeah. on. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me find what it. What year are you from, bro? Yeah, 1985. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing uh, called the internet now. You're looking up on YouTube. Yeah, got to close all those porn sites and you'll find it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I found it. Now I'm just waiting for the ads to stop. What kind of beer are you drinking there? Is that a Lowenbrow? Yingling. Your Hershey chocolate. Oh wow! How does that Hershey? taste, dude? Does it taste like Hershey chocolate? It's fucking delicious. Is it really? Oh mm -hmm. man, I don't drink much beer. Only because I think I'm allergic to it. But uh, when I do, man, I, I like the flavored beers. If you like, if you like Hershey, I had a cantaloupe beer draft that was fucking delicious. It tasted like mm. cantaloupe. Yeah, this but is Hershey. Uh, oh man, give me that Hershey, man! I want to try yeah, that. Nah, uh, it's it's fucking good. I gotta wow. try that now. I had the root beer one. Do you have do you have you had that root beer beer? Oh, the not your father's. Yeah, really good, man. That's it's scary. Sweet, good. It's sweet though. Yeah, that's the problem with it. All right, so here this is from uh, this was this was on the news. As a sign of Flight 214, the pilots' names they showed as Captain Something One. <laughs> I can't believe they fell for this. Somebody actually called them up and gave them the names, and they they said on TV they confirmed it. And, and, and again, the names of the pilots, and then she starts saying Captain Something Wong, We Too Low, Holy Fook. And bang, ding, ow. How the fuck did they fall for that? That is absolutely ridiculous. Again, it's a sad story that these there's a plane crash where people died. But the the oh. hilarity comes in, in in the news media failing to do their job. And, you know, this wasn't just on one news media. No, that's what's a lot, a lot of them. And the fact that a number of them, like I said, said we confirmed the names. Did you? Yeah, right? Did you confirm the names? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know how to share, share my screen. I have it here, but I, I don't have a screen. Uh, let me, I, I just stopped sharing, so anyway. 
But yeah, that was that. But anyway, get, getting back to this bike, it's yeah, it's it, the X5 Harley Davidson X500 is uh, available in Australia overseas. Will we see it here in the U.S.? No, probably not. More than likely, probably because it does not meet or exceed the environmental, uh, ex you know, the standards for uh, exhaust it's emissions. It's basically a mix of like the street. The sports, uh, the the uh, like the tr more traditional sports. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, the hell is it? The uh, I can't. I think the roadster. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of it's very roadster esque. It is. Well, I like you know what you said about the roadster. Uh, the last time we were talking about it was the fact that they put all those uh, that heavy radiator in the front. It takes the takes the shape out of it completely. Yeah. Looks bad. I don't, I don't like any of the, the, the new sportsers at oh, all. Oh, you know what I did? I, 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 let, me, let me show you. I'm going to find this picture, and I want to share this picture with you guys. Because I was, um, uh, I, I did a blog on the, on the uh, Motorcycle Men website about the Harley-Davidson uh, release of the new bikes. And one of the things that I commented on was that there should have been, uh, you know, instead of doing away with the, uh, the traditional sports that we're all used to, they should have, you know, incorporated, kept with the original design of the sports, but, you know, cram the new engine in it. And I think that would have been a, a better thing. So what I what I did was I, I, I took a, a photograph of the Iron 1200 and I smashed the uh, I smashed the, <laughs> the new engine in it. Oh, damn, I, I, I got to find it. I got to find it now. But it looked really, really freaking cool, and I even sent it to uh, my friend at Harley Davidson um, for her to take a look at it. But anyway, ah, damn it, I can't find it now. Crap. Of course, I would bring something you up. You talking like about? That. Uh, you talking about Karen Davidson? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Karen you Davidson. That's, you that's the one. You mentioned your your friend at Harley my friend. Davidson. Now that would be um, the one that wouldn't talk to you. <laughs> the one that won't talk to me. Or respond to my emails or calls. That's right. <laughs> I heard she's looking for a ghostwriter for her next book. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, but I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. But anyway, I'll get around to that. So well, let me stop getting on. Let's get back to uh, other stuff. Whatever other stuff that's going on. Uh, there was an article uh, recently posted on in, on Cycle Trader about the. Uh, the five most popular motorcycle searches on uh, Cycle Trader for people who are looking to buy a bike. And I was kind of surprised at, at, the, at the search results, but um, what do you guys think is the... Well, okay, let's start with number five. What do you think? That, well, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, Yamaha. You know, oddly enough... Tim, what yep. is it? The top five? What? What? Top five motorcycle searches on Cycle Trader. Oh, probably be Honda or Yamaha. No, believe it or not, the uh, the the top. Well, uh, Tim was right that uh, Yamaha was in there. The Yamaha YZF R6 was the third yeah, street, street bike. Was the third most searched for motorcycle on Cycle Trader. Number four. Was the Kawasaki Ninja, mm -hmm. and the number five was, 
was the Honda Goldwing. Oh, yep. Okay. Now the top two. What do you think the top two are? Come on, put your brains together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. People are looking for those Chinese bikes, man. The boss. No ball. Yeah, boss Haas, right? Yeah. yeah. Harley Sportster. Keep going. Uh, Street Glide being it's the most popular Harley. Okay. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Number two most searched motorcycle on Cycle Trader is a Street Glide. Okay. And the number one is a Road Glide. That's the really? number, number of top five searches. Harley Davidson, Harley Davidson, Yamaha, Kawasaki. And they want the big cruisers. So those are the top five searches. I know that when I'm going on there, I'm looking. I'm not looking for any of those bikes. Well, that's you. That's me. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right? Anyway. You guys okay with this? Yep. No, no, no. Are you okay? You having a hard time with the podcast? <laughs> no. A stroke. No. I saw. I saw. I saw another article, and I, and I and I saw this. I said, "Oh, great! This is going to get a nice response out of you guys." Best motorcycle trends of 2024 and beyond. That's and and, and this is a month old. What's that? 2024 is a month old. Yeah, I know. Well, th- this is the top five trends for 2024 and beyond. And they th- this is this article was written uh, electric bikes. Uh, by this comes from AutoStar, uh, and this is uh, it's, it's, it's a magazine, online magazine, uh, which I have not written for. Maybe I should, and they will not publish articles anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. go out of business. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, they think that the number one trend you're going to see is the surge of e-bikes, as you had said. I see a lot of them now on the road. A lot of people have them. And yeah. I'm like, I, I'm not like, how the fuck can these people afford these fucking bikes? And you know what? Not only that, I know uh, a number of them, and like I said, th- those e-bikes are like five, six thousand dollars, man. They are expensive. Like, no like, joke. Yes. Yeah, buy a regular yep. motorcycle for that much money. I know. They're very expensive. Uh, oh wait. Uh, no, not there. The only thing that I will say is I feel like if anything. I see I see e-bikes, not necessarily e-motorcycles. E-bikes, bicycles, e-bicycles, I see, yeah. I see e-bikes being a potentially longer-lasting uh, situation. You think so? Versus uh, electric cars. I think yeah. I well. think that fully electric cars and I could be wrong, but I think that we're not ready for fully electric cars. No, we don't have that infrastructure. And I think I think fully electric cars are going to be like the like the fucking laser disc player. <laughs> yeah. Where like right. everybody like talked about how great it was. Yeah, like people that were like jumping on board and diving headfirst, yep. and then all of a sudden people are like, "Great, now I just got these big shiny pieces of shit in my house." You know what I mean? It's like yep. people are people are spending all this money putting in Tesla chargers in their driveways, going, "Oh, it's going to increase the value of my house." And it's like, all right, well, maybe right now, but it's like if all of a sudden nobody gives a shit about an electric vehicle, 
they just got this big stupid charging station right. in the driveway. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I, I don't know. I, I think I think as far as cars are concerned, I see hybrids being more long lasting where they'll do both. That I see making sense. Yeah. Um and uh if they can harness it right, I think hydrogen potentially. You know, it's funny that you should say that because I, I found a, an article uh, very, very recently that says here, BMW is pursuing hydrogen power. Really? Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I'll, I'll be briefly run through the article. They're bidding farewell to their electric cars and are setting to launch hydrogen engines by 2025. In cars or bikes? Cars. Okay. So I feel like I feel like I don't know if I'm ready to strap my legs around a hydrogen bomb just yet. Well, you know what? <laughs> again, and there there are there are things about the hydrogen cell technology that a lot of uh, lawmakers are going like, I don't know about that. Uh, it, it's mostly safety concerns that if the that the hydrogen cells are going to be safe and secure enough that they won't explode. But yeah, it's, it's so, basically it's basically like operating a you know, a, a propane powered forklift. You know, you got a propane tank on the back of your forklift. You know, you, is it going to explode? Likely not. So, but anyway, uh, BMW has gradually said they're yeah, gradually propane moving. T- forklifts aren't getting in a car accident today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But yeah. my but my point Five was my yeah. point was the same concerns that they might have about the hydrogen power things. You know. It could apply. It's the same way, but um, but BMW is uh, while everybody else is moving towards EVs, Toyota was the only car, the car maker who stuck into developing their hydrogen-powered engine. And a sudden turn of events, another car manufacturer, BMW, has moved that way also, and they're they're planning to roll out hydrogen-powered cars by t- uh, 2025. The cool thing about hydrogen power is that. Uh, their exhaust is water. I read something, and I don't remember what the exact percentage was, so I'm not going to even guess because I don't want to be, like, wildly inaccurate. But I read something that essentially, in order to reach net zero emissions, and I'm not just talking vehicles, I'm talking about in general. Yeah. In order to reach net zero emissions... There's like theoretically almost no way to achieve it without oh. introducing some hydrogen to essentially make up the difference of what we kind of already have. Right. So it's like essentially saying that like if that is the the end goal, there's going to be at least X percentage of that necessary in order to achieve that right because you can't 100 percent eliminate the internal combustion engine you just can't it's impossible because aircraft they're 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 operating on that they're 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 burning fuel uh you know even ships well ships could be nuclear power that's a different story. ships trucks you know uh, but fucking refineries factories it's like i mean the infrastructure is just so massive it's impossible but even though even you you talk about the infrastructure, total conversion. It's uh, 
I mean, granted, everybody's saying, well, the infrastructure is built now. It's it's there to support electric vehicles. Um, is it? You no. know, if you start introducing electric trucks. Now, <laughs> this is the funny part. California's having fucking oh, yeah, the, blackouts. Yeah, they're, they asking, they're asking people not to charge their electric vehicles. So yeah. they move to hydrogen power, hydrogen cell technology. What's great is, is you still have the internal combustion engine. You have that engine, and, and, and it's vapor, and, and its output is water vapor. It's, it's, it's a win, you know? So, but again, it, it, that's something totally different also. That's a totally different infrastructure that's going to have to be introduced because you're not going to go to a fuel station. You're not going to be pumping hydrogen into your car. You're basically just going to be buying a fuel cell that's going to attach into your car somehow. That's, again, this is something that I don't know how BMW is going to manage this, but... Uh, they're, they're I think, I think that the, you know, some of these companies are trying to be forward thinking about like, what's going to be the next thing, and I think a lot of people took the chance with electric stuff, and mm-hmm. I think, I don't think, I don't think it was a bad move. Uh, I think some of that technology is going to stick around, and I think a lot of what they. Uh, invested in even if they stick with things like hybrids right isn't really lost so i don't think it's like they put money into something that's just never gonna be but i don't i don't see it being what everybody kind of thought it was gonna be but i think you know people getting in early on something like hydrogen where there is a lot to figure out uh is smart because if all of a sudden one or two of these companies gets it figured out, yeah, you don't want to be then going, hey, maybe we should figure this shit out and be potentially years behind the curve. Right. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's the, the I think the the electric market while it's moving, it's it's a great idea in in some respect. I I don't I don't look at it as a replacement for the internal combustion. I look at it as an alternative. As a means of transportation, same thing with the hydrogen thing. That might be just an alternative. Uh, just uh, some little stats here. Now, BMW set to introduce the BMW iX5 hydrogen, an eco-friendly SUV that promises to lead electric mobility with impressive performance. This concept vehicle is part of BMW's strategy to meet ambitious targets for zero carbon emissions. The iX5 hydrogen boasts features like 400 plus horsepower. Minimum refueling requirements, fifth-generation fuel cell technology, and a range of approximately 500 kilometers compared to top EVs like the Tesla Model Y. So with performance like that, why would you? I mean, we don't know what the pricing range is going to be on a vehicle like this either. So is it going to be comparable? It's going to be expensive in the beginning, no matter what, right? You're going to, they're trying to recoup something. You know, and what's and what's going to be the requirement to harness the hydrogen? What what do they have to do to get the hydrogen, in compared to what they have to do to get the lithium? Well, and then what are they going to offer? Like, so when when EVs first came out, they started offering all kinds of like tax breaks and stuff. You know, what are they going to do that way? Well, if they may give you a tax break with the electric vehicles, but where they get you is when you register the vehicle with your state that's where they bite you in the ass 
Because if you look at your, uh, your, just take a look at it. Just go to your local DMV or, or just look online and see how much they charge you to register your electric vehicle versus how much they're charging you to register your standard vehicle. There's a significant increase. And that's only because they're not getting the fuel tax dollars out of you. So they're going to get the tax dollars out of you that It'll way. It'll all fall apart the first time something explodes. Yeah. Yeah, the first time you get a, a Tesla explode or something like that, electric vehicle explode, or the first time a hydrogen a hydro, vehicle exp- hydro hydrogen explodes somewhere and kills somebody, then you're going to go, oh, okay, we got to stop this. Yeah, because Teslas already have exploded and killed people. They'll, they'll all go the same way as the Ford Pinto, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, right. right? Um, oh, yeah, so here I wanted to show you this the picture. Edsel. The, the, the Edsel never exploded. It was the Corvair, the Chevy Corvair that Ralph Nader, Nader killed. Because of explode. Here's the Iron 1200 with the new uh, Harley Davidson engine in it. All right. Tell me what you think. Yeah, that works. See? It works, right? They got that that big front uh, globby part there. You see uh, the rake a little bit better. Yeah, that's that's the the radiator. radiator. How long does that take you to do? Uh, not even not even five minutes. And here know. I can't I can't plug my I can't plug my computer <laughs> in next to the microwave without getting fucking weird noises. You're you're reinventing the wheel literally. So yeah, so there you have it. That's I I, I don't know. It, it 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 looks to me like it would work. Right? Yeah. I you didn't. Realize, it would work. You realize that all you have to do is like post that somewhere on the internet. And within 48 hours, that's going to be everywhere. I did post and it. Pe- I did post it on my People are going to be like, yeah. holy shit, Harley, blah, 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 this, that, the other thing. And then Taron Davidson will really hate you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> did. Or, or steal the idea from you and make a shit ton well, of money. Well, I, 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 like-, I, like I said, I did send this off to uh, my friend at Harley Davidson. Not not Karen Davidson, but... Uh, um, but Jen, Jen Hoyer, she's, she, she works in marketing at Harley-Davidson out in California, and uh, she's one of the big wigs. And I said, I said hey, what about this? <laughs> I sent it to her. And uh, I, they might be wringing their hands right now going, ooh, maybe. And I don't know, I, but I doubt it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think. But, hey, you, know, you never know. I, I next, think it's, next thing you're going to do make it make it, uh, a stretch bike where it holds three people in a row. Nah, why would I do that? I'm just curious what it would look like. All right, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. We <laughs> see a three up seat, so you have a two up and a three. <laughs> I, I, yeah, without, yeah, you'd have to really stretch it out a little bit. But. And then you put two engines in. <laughs> and some, I think some wacko did that too. I think some wacko did do that. They yeah. have engines in a series. Yeah, just in a series. I've seen that before. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Anyway. So there you go. That was that. Anyway, getting back to uh, article-related stuff. So yeah, so the uh, like I said, the hydrogen-powered vehicles, like like you had mentioned, they're they're on the way. But as far as it goes for trends for 2024 going forward, the electric re- revolution. Everybody sees a surge in e-bikes. Now, by the way, let's clarify something right now. You have electric motorcycles, and then you have e-bikes. E-bikes are basically bicycles with an electric motor in them okay which i am so against the purpose of a bicycle is for your 
Well, right. it's transportation. It's for your health. The idea is to pedal to get to where you got to go to give you some exercise. And making it electric totally eliminates that. Well, just it's just it's just a uh, a staple in how society is now. Lazy. It is exactly. It's it's for lazy people. You know, I don't feel like pedaling. I don't want to get sweaty, so I'm gonna use my e-bike. Do I want an e-bike? No, absolutely not. So maybe maybe when I'm a hundred years old and I want to ride and a bike. Criminals. What's that? And criminals. And criminals. <laughs> criminals. <laughs> Dude, they're saying crime. They're saying like that's like the new thing because it's like a quick getaway. And a lot of them aren't registered. A lot of them, they're saying e-bike theft is way up. And a lot of the fuck, like a lot of the stuff, especially in like New York City, a lot of the, the like the, the crimes being committed, like when people are getting robbed or things stolen from them are getting committed by these people on these e-bikes, probably stolen as it is, because you could steal somebody's purse, somebody's cell phone and be gone. Yeah. You're not running down the block. You're not taking a chance. All these people seeing you. Boom. Those things do. 30 miles an hour you're you're gone no license plate no nothing traffic cams don't matter the way they can eliminate that problem is well maybe not no i mean if you're worried about your bike being stolen from you while you're riding somebody like high dick <laughs> some bike jacking you you know is have a you gotta have a key fob so if you get knocked off the bike the bike shuts off and that's it or just or just carry a big stick a big stick yes that's jam it jam it in the wheel <laughs> That would be perfect. Um, adventure touring apparently is going to be uh, going a little bit, a little bit more. Adventure touring has become a dominant trend in riders seeking versatility with their motorcycles, and adventure bikes are going to be uh, expanding. Uh, like the, uh, they're, they're calling out the Ducati Multistrada, the KTM twelve ninety, and the Honda CRF eleven hundred as bikes that people are buying now because they want to get off road. Ah, uh, yeah, well. I don't know. Uh, connectivity and smart features and riding in uh, the digital age. More people want to see digital. They want to see GPS and smartphone integration on their bikes so that they can connect to their bike from their phone. Why? Because. Well, I know that's also with. Well, the, then again, uh, why do you want to connect to your microwave? But hey, <laughs> take <all> time. <laughs> that's right. Why do you want to connect to your microwave? I got it. You can connect to your bike and tell your bike to turn the microwave on. Bingo. You can you can warm up your seat before you leave. <laughs> well, the live wire has connected. In fact, I think I'm not mistaken, the Harley Davidson app lets you Harley Davidson Connect allows you to connect to your even the Street Glide, Road Glide, and all the and and the, uh, the Ultra Limited. All the all those bikes have the app, and you can connect to your bike. If I'm not mistaken, is that correct, Justin? Yeah, but are they still doing that? Yeah. Okay. I know they're I definitely do doing it for live wire. You because it'll detect movement and whatever kind of crap. No, you can monitor. I remember. I remember there was like, I don't remember the specifics, but I remember there was like something weird about like. It was originally like, like I don't know. Connect was a, that was like a weird, that was like just kind of getting started when I was leaving. Right. And so, like, I remember it was like, going to be this big thing, and then it, like, wasn't going to be, and then, I don't know. I don't know what ended up happening with that. Well. Bullshit. So, uh, mm -hmm. 
The other thing that they're also talking about is a customization, expressing individuality, which this is stupid because this has been going on. This isn't a trend that people have been modifying their bikes forever and making personalizing them. But one of the other things they're talking about is safety tech advancements, more things like anti-lock brakes, adaptive cruise control, and the bikes equipped with features for rider safety like blind spot detection and collision avoidance. I feel like whoever wrote this article just like looked at like what's already happening and was just going to be like, yeah, there's going to be more of that. Yeah, there's going to be regurgitated it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I haven't heard anything that's like new. No, I, I don't think that the collision avoidance and blind spot detection uh, are things that motorcycles should have. It just makes no sense to have those things on a motorcycle. I don't know if... I don't think that... I don't necessarily like the idea of a motorcycle intervening Right, for exactly. You, but I don't know if having the detection is necessarily a bad thing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like... Know. Well, it's a distraction because now you got something that's going to be. It's one thing for something to alert you to something. It's another thing for it to make a decision about something because right. that was like a lot of people's issue with ABS. Well, mostly when it first came out, but even still, uh, is a lot of people feel like because it takes over control, sometimes you need to do something that it won't necessarily let you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that, and I think it takes where it helps in certain situations that you wouldn't have necessarily handled it right if you are attempting to do something that you do know how to do, it doesn't give you that option. Well, and that like can... I know for me, there's been a couple times that the ABS has kicked in and I've been like, man, am I glad I had that. <laughs> well, ABS, I can see that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against ABS. That's Every bike should have ABS. But something like stay, let's take adaptive cruise control for example. I have that in my truck, and I don't know Tim. You've driven a car that has adaptive cruise control, um, mm-hmm. and that's great. You're cruising along. The guy in front of you isn't going as fast as you are, so your car automatically slows down. Is that something you want on a bike? You want the mm-hmm. bike to slow down for you? No, I don't. I don't, I don't like any control. kind of control like that put in a, put no. in a vehicle. I hate. I that. don't use cruise control on my bike anyway. I mean, I have it. I don't use it. You have it? Yeah. <sighs> Course. Oh damn! Yeah. I w- I honestly wish I had cruise control on my bike. The only thing I yeah. have is a throttle lock, which works. Which, o- is, which which isn't really cruise control. It's really not. You gotta yeah. You put it. And I'll tell you what. Even with the throttle lock, you even though you set it to where you think you want it to be, you still have to make micro adjustments while you're riding on it. Right, but I'm saying that was never designed to be cruise control. No, no. That was left over from when the bikes were carbureted yeah and it was designed for you to basically pull your choke out start your bike block that throttle so that the throttle was doing so you can put the choke back in so yep. that you didn't burn out or foul the plugs right and then because they i guess they had made so many of those the uh, what do you call them the clamshell covers yeah yeah that already had them it was like, well, they're going to use them until they don't have them anymore. And then everybody just was like, oh, that's cruise control. But it well, was never, it was never, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
thousands upon thousands of people have done that forever, but yeah. the the original intention or design by those was well, for for the thing, it was for the uh, yeah for thing. basically getting your bike up to temp yeah. without. Well, what I'm, when I when I say throttle lock, I'm referring to the little uh, crab's claw kind of thing that goes around your throttle and clamps around there, and then when you Want, get it to the temperature you want. Oh, you're talking about that thumb deal? Yeah, the thumb deal. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a clamp like a clamshell, not like no, a yeah, no, crab's no, claw no, no, no. goes around the throttle. Yeah. yeah, that's what I use, and it no, kind of, and it kind of presses up against your uh, your your brake lever, yeah, and it holds the th- right, and it holds the throttle right where you want it. It's okay. It works fair. Uh, it'll it'll hold it there for a while, but you know it'll it'll drift. You know it'll slow down. You have to just readjust it every now and then. But uh, well, I would love to have cruise control on my bike. I'd, that'd be awesome. You know, I tell you uh, what, when I was when I was riding out the Sturgis, man, I was on a lot of highways, man. There's nothing I wanted more than just like just hit the button how, and listen. How often are you in a situation where you can just put it on and leave it alone? Because I mean, I feel like even when I don't have that many people around me, you're still manipulating your speed, whether it's because of yeah turns or hills you, my you know, bike my bike like, has got the uh little thin twist thing yeah that's what we were just talking speed. about all right yeah yeah, it, it, yeah. i i i don't ever I, matter of fact i think two of the teeth broke off it because i never use it i <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell you what let's uh let, let me do bin it and then when we come back uh we'll uh we'll pretty much we'll, we, we can pretty much almost wrap it up um all right, so let me do that. Let me get let me get Bennett out of the way, and uh, you guys can go get your drinks and do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Aight? Sure. Sure. Out of Most Like Men podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets, offering high quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical pyro at an incredible value. So, learn more and get on over to scorpionusa.com and Wild Ass Seats. You can improve your comfort and ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from Wild Ass Seats. So, if you're tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue, get on over to wild-ass.com and get your cushion today. And you tell them the real Craig Johnson. That the Motorcycle Man Podcast sent you on over. And the Stuck Up Sticker Company. Listen, if you need stickers, everybody wants them. You need them. Your fans want them. So get them from Stuck Up Sticker Company. They're cool. They're, they cost and all that. But cost, turnaround time, and quality is what they focus on. They care about those details. And they know you don't have a lot of money to spend. And you just need the most for your budget. So Stuck Up Sticker Company. Let the sticker Jesus take care of your sticker needs and of course our friends over at tobacco motorwear for the best in casual riding gear for men and women you want to get yourself uh some tobacco motorwear riding with getting davis pants get some jeans and get the california riding shirt all of our guys here here on the podcast we all wear the california riding shirt and we got the jeans too all of our listeners will get 10 percent off your order when you use the code motoman your safety is worth it so get on over to getting the davis pants and the Motorcycle Men Podcast is supporting David's Dream of Relief Cancer Foundation, helping families with full, uh, with have cancer and are suffering with the problems of that. So uh, go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. And the Gold Star Ride Foundation, if you want to be part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, get on over to goldstarride.org. Learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. And finally, we're helping Long Haul Paul complete his mission to ride a million miles for MS. He was told years ago that a cure for MS was a million miles away. 
So he decided to ride that million miles. Now you can help him by going to longhaulpaul.com and donate for his quest to complete to get get that cure for MS. And that's it for now. And that's it. So uh, coming up on why that start again? Stop. Uh, coming up on the podcast, I got a crap load of interviews coming up. Crap load in our quest to get our 400th episode by our ninth anniversary. It's not going to happen. But I've got, uh, I'm interviewing Janice Motorcycles. Mm. And we're going to talk about those motorcycles that we were talking about last time we were together. Janice. Janice Motorcycles. Because they got the new origin line out now uh, with their 450cc Chinese engine, by the way. I thought you, for a second, I thought you would say orifice line. (laughs) (laughs) The Janice orifice line. The anus orifice line. And I'm going to have uh, one of the, Warren from the Doghouse Podcast and the uh, I Just Want to Ride blog is going to be on the show. Uh, Tim James from uh, Backcountry Discovery Roots is going to be on. We're going to talk about the um, Northern California BDR that they just completed, Backcountry Discovery Roots. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to have Wendy Crockett and Ian McPhee. Now, Wendy Crockett and Ian McPhee, they set a world record for the longest continuous motorcycle ride which was something like 8,000 something miles or something like that. It was just insane. Uh, and they wrote a book. So there's a book about that. And so we're going to, we're going to talk to them. Um, when they say continuous, like, are we, we're stopping for food and fuel. Yeah. And just, yeah. And so it's, and sleep. Yes. It's the same thing as everybody else. Other ride. So it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just consistent. X amount of hours per day. Yeah, just nonstop yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they also did. They also they also set some other sort of record too, which involved the um, Iron Butt Association too. So uh, I know we're gonna get into that too. And uh, Dell of Dell Boys Garage. I'm having him on the show again. It's been it's been, it's been a few years. I've had uh, had him on the show. So we're gonna talk about some of the things that he's been up to. And uh, finally, uh, YouTuber um, Alkimoto. He's going to be on the show. We're going to talk about his uh, his exploits and riding around up there in uh, the UK on his uh, Sportster 48 and on his nice. Pan America. And uh, we're trying to finalize this, but um, motorsports announcer Bob Beck. If you're into uh, NASCAR and all kinds of stuff like that, Bob Beck, he is a world-renowned announcer for uh, NASCAR. And he's going to uh, – we're, we're working it out. To have him on the show and talk about some things, but talk about racing. We'll see that's happens. awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. It's all I got for now. Uh, you guys want to touch on anything before we? Uh, yeah, get us some passes to a NASCAR race. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, uh, you know it's an interesting thing. My neighbor across the street is good friends with uh, this guy named Chocolate. That's his. That's his nickname. But he was. Uh, he worked, with, he, were, he worked with some, one of the NASCAR teams for years and years and years. In fact, he has his own podcast as well. So, um, but he, he knows he, he's, he knows Bob Beck. So apparently uh, we're working it out. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I, I, uh, as far as it goes for driving distance, I am less than two hours away from Darlington Raceway. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I've never been to a NASCAR race. Have you? No. 
I've heard, I you know, it might be boring to watch on TV, but I heard uh, from a, a couple of people I know, they say once you go, you, it's it's fucking amazing. I guess. I mean, it's, it's I understand. so it. loud. That's what I heard. I heard it was really, really freaking loud, too. But I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, uh, who knows? We'll see. That's where Darlington Dragway is. Drag. I like drag races. They're pretty cool. Because you know something's going to mess up on that. Sometimes. Sometimes. What's the track that you got? That's the four-lane track. Is that Darlington? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I really I have no idea. I you're there's I, a racetrack down by you. It's well, Darlington is the racetrack that's down by me. Strip, it's four-lane. Oh, there. really? Oh, that I don't know. I'm trying to remember. That would be pretty wild, man. Four. I can't remember four, the, Holy shit! What a shit show that would be. My uh, God, it's been so long. You know, there's you know what they do. There's one thing that they do that I've never heard about it. Until I came down here, down in Myrtle Beach, they, during Myrtle Beach Bike Week in May, they, they had, there's a drag strip in northern Myrtle Beach, in, in North Myrtle Beach, somewhere in there. Um, but they do, they, they have a, there's a drag strip, and they do eighth mile drag races. Not quarter oh, yeah, mile. No. I mean, there's, yeah, a, no, they there's, have a, a lot of, there's, there's a lot of eighth mile tracks. I didn't know that. See, I knew yeah. there was the quarter mile, but it, it is a quarter mile strip. But they have they have the finish also at eighth mile. There's an. That's crazy. Uh, you just get warmed up. It was in, but when actually when I was visiting a buddy of mine down in North Carolina, we took one of his cars to an eighth mile track that was maybe twenty minutes to a half hour from where he was, and we spent the day. I watched them race it. That's crazy. I'm not. That I'm, was eighth mile. Yeah. I, until I came down here, I, I didn't know that such a thing existed. Cause I used to be when I, when I was a kid, I used to be heavily into drag racing and cars and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I, and then I got stupid and got into motorcycles. So. Yeah. I know, as soon as as soon as we hang up, I'm gonna remember what the name of that track is down by you. It's just gonna happen. Uh, you're gonna get, Myrtle you're, Beach. It's not Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach have a track. It's, it's a drag you're strip. Gonna, you're gonna get a text. Yeah, it's like. Drag strips near me, Haw Hill Raceway. Which is okay. It's near, that's in that's in, that's up near Wilmington. There's Rico Drag Strip in North Carolina. Then there's the North Myrtle Beach Drag Strip. No. Uh, no. Is it is it a race? Oh, Rocking Rockingham. Rockingham. Uh, Concord, North Carolina has a four. Rockingham. I did remember. Rockingham Speedway. Yep, and guess where is it? Guess where it's located? Greensboro, Rockingham. How far is that from you? Uh, rock the house, Rockingham. Target goes four. Four hours away? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, you know their website sucks. <sighs> it's it all going on Greensboro. Directions, how far is it? NHRA, four wide nationals. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, this one here. Rockingham is uh, two hours away from where I am. So there you go. Wow. Four. That's pretty interesting. Wow. Nice. Holy crap. Well, all right, dudes. Uh, I got nothing else. Anything else you guys want to bring up? No. No? Betty Barber, yeah, uh, right. I gotta go later. We'll take tickets to either Pocono or Dover Town. Sorry. 
I had somebody talking Dover. about bitter butter. Dover? Dover it, or Pocono for our NASCAR tickets? Uh, I've never been to Pocono, and that's a little far away. Dover's a little bit closer. Uh, I don't know. That, you're talking about Dover, Delaware, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where it is. I don't know. What's a better track? I feel like Dover. I would like. To, I would like to go. We were. We were actually talking about going to Dover last year, and then we didn't. But Darlington Raceway. Let's see. What we what we want to do one of these years is uh, rent an RV. There you go. And so, like, I don't know if it's every single track, but at least any of the tracks that we'd be going to, you can rent an RV, and then there's, like, sections where you can actually park, like, rather than having your seats, you can, like, literally, like, park and stay and camp. Oh, really? They'll let you do that? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, we, uh... We want to do that one of these years. Just rent like a small one and get, you know. Yeah. Small, small group together, even if it's like four or six people. And and just go and Dover get Motor drunk Speedway. And watch the cars. That looks pretty interesting. That looks like a lot of camping. Yeah, they'll let you camp there. Cam- camping rules, camping overview. You can camp. I guess it's in your field, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty cool. Hell, man. But it'll, it'll cost you an arm and a leg to rent the RV, first of all. So, we, upon quick math, and I'm not talking, I don't think I was considering like fuel or whatever, but if I'm not mistaken, between the RV camping and the ticket, I want to say it was like, I want to say it was like for two people, it was like right around a grand. Wow, that's, that's cheap. Not that's not too bad at all. That's cheap. So Dover is not too far away. Uh, and there's plenty and plenty of camping. That's for damn sure. But it's not in the infield. It's all uh, outside. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, well. Hey, yeah, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when all this gets finalized. And we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be uh, hopefully have Bob back on soon. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk racing. We'll talk cars. And I'm sure there's going to be some motorcycle crossover there. We'll see. Good. I... I got nothing Hi. else, boys. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna pack like up. One. We're gonna pack it up, Tim. I hope you feel better. Yep, feel yeah. better, bro. Thanks, man. Nobody. Uh, all right. And uh, of course, uh, Chris, the Joker, nipples, and all that. Yeah. And, and uh, Justin. Uh, Shut the fuck it. up. Um. Uh, Tim, how do you want to close this out? Round like nobody sees you. Why did you give me the porn sound at the yeah, end? Yeah, what the fuck is that? Why not, man? I mean, what the hell? You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, because of that sound, my sign-off will be touch your nipples. Yeah, you know what? You know what I need to do? I need I need you, you to record for me you saying touch your nipples, and then I can make that one of the buttons on my stream oh, deck. Yeah. Pull out of what I just said. Pull it out. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll grab that. Out. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grab that. I'll clip that. Yank yank it out. I'll yank it out, man. That's a low price. And I'll make that part of the uh And I'm not cheap either, stop it. Okay. <laughs> I think you should I think you should make that a button too. What? I'm not cheap either. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can do that. I, I can, I'll, I'll just pull some clips out and we'll do that. 
All right, guys. All right, dudes. What? What? (laughs) And I am Ted, your host, as always, boys and girls. And remember, kids, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Yeah. Tim, go ahead and go feel better. Go uh, take some more vaccines, whatever the hell it is you're doing over there. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. And uh, put make, put put on your uh, your wool socks and your wool jammies, and make don't forget my, a scarf. My, my heated vest uh, ran; the battery got dead. And then, but and also put on your scarf and and, and your you know everything else. And, and I got a heater on in here too. Dude, you must be. Caught. Do you have heat in your house? Yes. Right. But I'm just I'm just chilled on the inside. I mean, now, yeah, I, here, here, I want everybody. It's, it's, here's the thing: I'm cold on the inside, but I'm sweaty on the outside. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Nice and clammy. So, uh, what I want everybody to do, what what brand is your microwave there, Justin? GE. GE. I want everybody out there in podcast land to go download the GE app for microwaves. And I want you all to log into Justin's microwave and turn it on and off at various times of the day. <laughs> I want to get one. I want, I want, to, I want, I want a Wi Fi uh, microwave now. Dude, Listen. you can buy Wi Fi everything. Yeah, I know. Your yeah, you're, you're going to come home and it's going to be riding on your Roomba. <laughs> you don't this really is, have a Roomba, do you? No. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to get a Roomba, but I don't have enough rug space for it. <laughs> You'd be sucking up mice and all kinds of shit in that thing. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I put little knives on the Roomba and tell it to attack anything that's moving that's not me. Like a fucking Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just that's crazy. <laughs> Wi-Fi. My, you go, I dude. thought I've heard everything. I, I I obviously haven't because we have a microwave with Wi-Fi. <laughs> you got to figure out. You got to figure out how to like get like a Roomba to like bring you like a like a drink. That would be you know great. I don't know. Can like, you program Roombas to to go around your house? I don't know, but if you if they like biggest oversight in history. You're already not. You're already not vacuuming your floor. It might as well bring you a, a tasty beverage while you're <laughs> sitting on the fucking couch, being a lazy piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because let's face it, nobody's like, "Oh, I let my Roomba do it while I'm at home." You know damn well they're sitting there watching this thing bang into everything and do a half-ass vacuum, and they're still like, eh, "You know what? It's it's fine." You know what I'm saying? So it might as well bring you a drink so that you can. Care even less about the fact. Yeah, that right, right, like right. At what point the, does the shit into your carpet? <laughs> All right, kid. I'm out. All right, man. Get out. We'll see you guys. We'll, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Then. Uh, you guys take care. All right. All right. Take care, man. Hi, right, dudes. We'll talk to you later.